are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Life and the power of words, that's what we're talking about. And we're going to hook up here and talk about the fact that the seed, the life of the seed of the Word of God is eternal. Actually, God's Word is eternal. Therefore, it is a living substance. It's alive. It's vital. Can be used to produce the very thing that God's Word promises. Now, that's simple. I'm going to put it down there where you can understand it. God's Word is incorruptible seed. It will produce, always produce, exactly after its kind. A promise of financial prosperity will produce financial prosperity if it's planted, if it's taken care of the way the Word says to do it. Now, let's let's go to a passage of Scripture in uh, Luke, the 17th chapter. Intended to get into this a little further on, but I think right here would be a good time to just jump in it with both feet, as the fellow says. In uh, Luke, the 17th chapter, let's notice from verse 5, where the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto the sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now these are the words of Jesus to the apostles. Now you would think that the apostles would have more understanding than to think that all they had to do is just ask and God would give them more faith. Wouldn't it be good if we could just say, Father, give us a bushel of faith or a ton of faith and just get it? Well, that's not the way it works. And we know that the Apostle Paul tells us, of course, they didn't have Apostle Paul's writings, but the Apostle Paul wrote and said, So then, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. But anyway, the apostles here said, Lord, increase our faith and listen to the words of Jesus. Now, this is important because we're talking about the seed of the Word of God, the life substance of God's Word with the capabilities in itself to produce exactly what it says. He said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, allow me for the sake of emphasizing a certain part of this and de-emphasizing the other part for the sake of what I'm teaching to just leave out some of this because I think sometimes we've got so involved with the mustard seed and the size of it until we miss the whole point altogether. He's not talking about the size of a seed here. Now let's say it this way. If you had faith as a seed, you would say. Now the Greek says it, you would say. The King James says you might say. The Greek says, you would say, and it would obey you. Now, notice that Jesus says that you would do the saying, and it, the problem, the sycamine tree, which represents a problem area, a situation in your life, he says it would obey you. Didn't say it was going to obey God. You see, you could go to the promise of God and find the very promise in the Word of God to cover the problem area in your situation, more than likely. You could find a promise that would cover that. 
But now, if you're going to wait till God prophesies that over your situation, then you're going to be here through the millennium. If you're going to wait till the New Testament hollers it out at you (laughs) and begins to proclaim what God said over your situation, you're going to be here way through the millennium because that just doesn't happen. This Bible, although it's a good Bible, an anointed Bible, never said one single word to me since I've owned it. I've had to read every word and speak every word, proclaim every word that's in it. None of these words have just jumped off the page and got inside me just because it's in the Bible. And they're not going to get inside anyone just because they're in the Bible. Now, the seed, he says, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Now, here's the point. I want you to get a hold of this because... I don't believe that we could ever get too much teaching along this line. Faith works like a seed. And the way you sow it, Jesus says, is to say it. The way you plant the seed is to say it, speak it. Now, any farmer knows the way to get a seed to produce is to plant it. Now, that's very simple. It's a very profound truth, though. You know, God prophesied to Noah when he came out of the ark and said to him, As long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest, day and night, cold and heat, and it'll never cease. So as long as we're on this planet earth, God says this is the way the whole thing is going to work. You're going to have to plant a seed, and then you're going to reap a harvest later on. That's the way it works, whether you're talking about finances, whether you're talking about physical heat, anything that you're dealing with in this world is going to be seed time and harvest. You plant a seed and you'll reap a harvest. You get in strife with somebody and you're going to produce a harvest of strife. You give love and love will be given to you. You judge people and you're going to get judged. (laughs) You may wonder where it's all coming from. That's just the way it works. You may not like the way it works. You may wish it didn't work, but it does. It just works that way. It's God's law. It's seed time and harvest. It goes back to the law of Genesis. Everything produces after its kind. Every seed produces after its kind. And he says, the fruit tree, the seed, is in itself. The seed is in itself. Now, here he says, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, Now, see, we're talking about the life and the power of words. Now, there's life in God's Word. But if you don't have faith in that Word, then that Word will lay there dormant, won't do a thing in the world for you. Just because it's a seed of the Word of God doesn't mean it's going to work for you. It's just laying there. It's in the pages of this Bible. But Jesus said if you had faith as a seed... You'll speak life into that thing. See, that's the way you activate the life that's in a seed. Now, the seed's not dead. It's just dormant. It's not doing anything. It has the capability of producing exactly what it is. Soybean will produce another soybean, a hundred soybeans just like it. A wheat seed will produce wheat just exactly like it. You could examine it. You couldn't tell which was which once you get them together because it'll reduplicate itself in kind. So the seed is in itself, and the life force... Now listen, very carefully, I know I'm repeating some things, 
but they need to be repeated. The life force of that seed is in itself. Now, the way you get the life force of that seed to activate it is to speak or plant that seed, and it'll be activated. Now, if you speak God's Word, you're gaining the faith that is in that seed or in that Word. The life that's in that seed gets inside you. And it causes you to activate the system. And that is the system of planting. Seed time and harvest. Now, you see, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, faith works like a seed. The way you plant it is you say it. Now, he's not talking about moving trees at all. He's talking about problem areas in your life. Maybe a financial problem. Maybe a physical problem. Maybe a marriage problem. What have you been planting over that thing? See, the seed is in itself. Go to the promise of God's Word. Find what God promises. Maybe it's an unsaved loved one. Find out what the Apostle Paul said in Acts when he said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy household. There's a promise that if you'll believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you can get your whole family saved. Now start speaking that promise. See, somebody said, well, I just don't believe it that way. Well, it probably won't work for you because you don't have faith as a seed. Well, I'm not going to say it because I just don't believe it. Well, that's the reason you don't say it. It's because you don't believe it. When you don't believe it, you don't say it. Now, what that individual probably believes is that, well, if it's God's will, God will save them. If it's not, they'll die and go to hell. Well, now the Bible says, It's not God's will that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. But is that going to make your husband or your wife get saved just because God said that in the Bible? No. They may die and go to hell. may take you with them if you don't get your head screwed on straight and start confessing what God said. So you see, the promise is there. The promise is there for that situation. And you just proclaim it and speak it out. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, now what are you going to say? Say and plant the seed that you want the harvest from. Now see, I, I guess that's the hardest thing in the world to get most people to do, is to speak the thing desired instead of what's happening to them. Now see, being a farmer, you know, I had some areas of the farm growed up in Johnson grass when I first bought the farm. Now, a fellow that's always talking what's happening to him is like a man that's planting what always grows on his ground. He goes out there and says, well, we got Johnson grass out there. Had a lot of Johnson grass this year. I won't plant Johnson grass next year. <laughs> now, you know, they take you, wrap you up in a little white coat and haul you away in a paddy wagon if you're a farmer and you want to raise corn and you're planting Johnson grass every year. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when we talk about keeping ourselves from the wicked one, the Bible tells us to do it. You know, Jesus overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil. He defeated Satan. First John, the 
fifth chapter said, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is a Christ is born of God. Well, that's the first step in overcoming the world, the flesh, and the devil, is to be born of God. Verse 4 says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Now, the word even there is added by the translator. It is our faith that causes us to be overcomers. We overcome the world. Then in verse 18, John says, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Now I want to read that again. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. That means he does not practice sin. Doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes. But he that is begotten of God, keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Well, now, you know, most of the time people say, well, I know that's in the Bible, but now here's how it happened to me. Well, you cast out the word in favor experience. You need this CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kess reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Oh,